Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. going on welcome to another episode of left turns and loud noises episode 43 we are recording on november 13th 2019 i am your host anthony dietrich and i'm joined as always by my co-host kevin costello partner in crime what's good my guy not that race that i had some race play on sunday let me tell you <laughs> Woof. okay I'm doing good. <laughs> already out with the shots we have had a very, very big weekend in NASCAR. Uh, three big races crowning our championship four for each series. Of course, not without a little bit of some uh, caution controversy, if I may say so. But we are down to our last race this season. And it feels like yesterday we just started this podcast up. Yeah, I literally feel like I was just at Daytona and Atlanta like a month ago. And it's been, what, nine months at this point? And, Dude, you know, we literally just met up at Talladega yesterday. I know. This is preposterous. I know. It sucks. But... The season, we're, we're, 30, we're about 37 weeks through the season, give or take any of the bye weeks that I've forgotten. 38, maybe, if you count the All-Star race. I know I don't. But uh, either way, <laughs> it's, we're down to Homestead. And this is the final Ford Championship weekend, Kevin. Has that hit you yet? Um, Honestly... I'm. I've always been a proponent, or whatever it's called, supporter of uh changing the finale around. So I like the change. Yeah. I hope. I hope Homestead eventually gets back to hosting the mm-hmm. championship race. I'd like a rotational system with like five or so tracks, so two times a decade. I'd be fine with a BCS type system of like rotating the national championship. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe even get some computers to pick our uh, final four wild card yeah. drivers. Or just have like Steve Luvenders instead of like a random number generator, have a random schedule generator, and that's I like, would that's be our, uh, that's our that's our schedule for the year. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait for Sonoma four weeks in a row. That's gonna be yeah. Awesome. I, can't, I can't wait for the round of eight just being Talladega, Daytona, and Talladega, and then the final finale being Talladega. Be and then, oh man, dude, you gotta throw Roval the Roval in there to get the championship four set before that. Ooh. Honestly, oh, I'd man. be down for that. Uh, so we, uh, we had a pretty big weekend. Um, we actually got, um, our lists are finally pretty much complete with, uh, our predictions and turns out that Jeremy Methfield of all people, the guy who picked zero correct drivers to get eliminated in the round of 16, um, select correctly picked all four championship four drivers, which I also probably shouldn't be surprised because he picked the four best drivers going into the chase. So, um, yeah, Matthew would probably be undefeated if it weren't for uh, alliteration. <laughs> uh, they got it got the best of him, and uh, we just want to say a very special happy birthday to his little girl. That's the only reason he he was supposed to be on the episode today, but uh, you know you got to probably choose family over the podcast. I, I I assume having no kids, I have no idea how that works. I assume you just kind of leave them in the room and just let them play with sharp objects. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's how it works. Give them like plastic I mean, bags to put over the head. If they're under the age of three, you just pour the Legos on the floor and just leave it there, right? Yes. It's like, yeah. what's it called? Uh, natural selection, if they happen to swallow a bunch. I, I would actually like to say that when I was a, a one-year-old child, I accidentally ate 
uh, Comet Cleaner. So uh, why am I not still... surprised? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I'm I'm doing this podcast. I guess. Yeah. Okay, so Phoenix. Um, I I mean, do you want to start with Cup Truck or or we'll the race with, in between? We'll start with Cup and we'll go back. All right, yeah. perfect. So, um, yeah, Kevin, you were not pleased with this race. Uh, do I mean, does anyone have a reason? Was anyone uh, pleased so, with this race? Yeah. Besides, you know okay, I was pleased. For, I was pleased me. for Denny Hamlin. I will yeah, give that. Well, as a Denny fan, I was too, and having picked him to win the championship. But I mean, if you happen to turn this race on with say uh, six laps to go, you probably enjoyed this race. You know, you had no yeah. background to what happened prior. You you saw Chase Elliott's the end of his wreck. Um, so you had an idea without having to be bored for three and a half hours. And good good on you. It's yeah, stinks here. Yeah, I was. I I think this weekend though is like hard to watch. I'll say this: I would much rather it was oh. so bad to the point where it's going to actually force NASCAR to make a change. Because if you look at the schedule for next year, not only is the finale at uh, Eisen Raceway, but the penultimate race, so the round to be cutoff race, is at Martinsville. So if you want to end the, se- the season back-to-back of arrow push on shorter tracks and not a lot of passing, that ain't going to make anyone hyped for 2021. Uh, let's let's be real. you got to have momentum going into this year, and that ain't happened. So I think this weekend was a necessity to happen. I'm glad it happened. I think it's going to tell everyone, not just NASA, it's the team's. That's one of the packages, one of the mile and a half. So it was good there. I mean, yeah. Not, we ahead of ourselves. It's definitely been an improvement there, but the shorter tracks and the road courses, they got to figure something out. No spoilers. Oof. Or just big, bigger spoilers. Let's just make something. the spoilers even bigger. Let's bring the wings back. Nah. Let's bring the 1970 Richard Petty uh, wings back. <laughs> By the way, this is episode 43. You got to get that Richard Petty reference in there somehow. Yep. Um,. I mean, I definitely did not know until I saw it on uh, Twitter after the race that teams did not want a second type of package. They were just fine. Or NASCAR wanted two different um, type of spoiler lengths or whatever packages for these races. I don't know. It sounded more like someone was trying to backtrack from the fact this was a shitty race. But I'll say that it's better that we found out now than next year when this would have been the finale. So... um. I mean, we kind of did already know this package wasn't very good at like, tracks like this, but we also saw New Hampshire be one of the more exciting races of the year. So I, I don't really know. Like, it, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, to I mean, we saw, like I said, New Hampshire was good. Um, but I think this race, especially just because the champion is moving to this track next year, this cannot be the product for the championship race next year. I mean, it's, no. as a matter of fact. So I think that's going to force NASCAR to either override the team's decision on what they have to do with the cars. Because Goodyear, they, I mean, they tried tire tests. Let's, let's not forget about that. They tire tested on Martinsville, and they literally couldn't find the right tire to fit this package. Because if, it, if they went too soft, it's going to explode. So they're kind of in a pickle. So I'll just reduce the uh, and call no, it but there. NASCAR can never admit when it makes a mistake. I mean, they literally let the overtime line exist far longer than it had to. So, yeah. I, I mean, God, <laughs> NASCAR <laughs> is the king of just mistakes in the sport. So it's going to take like just a lot more for speaking out, I guess, because Kyle Busch's tantrums aren't going to. I do think it. we had a. I think we had an episode earlier this year where we titled it Proactive or Reactive, no, not literally. Proactive. And yeah. I think that's the situation that we're going to run ourselves into. I think we will never like, have I'm glad this weekend happened because it was, so, it was so bad to the point where they're going to have to make a change. I mean, yeah, they have to give us other options. It was, it was that bad. Because the road course racing, too, has also kind of suffered with this package, too. Um, well, I don't know. The road was actually that. pretty good. No, the Roval was great because um, the Roval's mad. But I think that's just because of Sonoma. The Sonoma was kind of a... Eh, <laughs> yeah. And Watkins eh. Glen was exciting, but it was like a carbon copy of last yeah, year. But it where... was the typical clean air, dirty air. I understand that obviously clean air is king, but I mean, just it, Truex gets close, doesn't get the run, and falls off a cliff. 
much like what was happening at Phoenix. I, I mean, the only race that seemed like anyone could make anything really happen felt like the truck race. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, with the cup race, um, so another, I mean, so we had eight drivers coming into this pretty much only like two of them had an opportunity to get in on points. Denny Hamlin felt like a driver that could have had, you know, if Kyle Busch and Logano didn't also happen to have really good cars as well. Well, half of a Logano car. Um, this is an, also another race where Penske's uh, uh, elimination race, the, the cars are blackout drunk again. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was weird. It was like Joey Logano was doing fine, and then all of a sudden just decided to shotgun a fucking 60 ounce. And it was like, all right, I'm done. I'm done being competitive. Uh, let's hope Denny fucks up. It was weird. Yeah, I think it was a combination that, like, he was. He obviously fell off, but Denny was Thanks. so good. He had, like, a 10 second lead oh, going into the round of <laughs> final round of pit stop. Yeah. I, like, I saw that lead, and I was like, I'm a little bit worried about this actually. <laughs> yeah, like no, when I saw the Dover, lead, I'm like, like there's only one way no, not, not Larson at Dover. It was Larson at uh, Kansas. He that first run, he got up to like a 10 second mm -hmm. lead in 40 laps, and I'm like, I'm scared. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he was no, already locked in, so I was like, maybe they're trying some stuff. I get that, but like, he was so far out in yeah. front. Yeah, there's there's no benefit unless you're a Formula One driver to having a 40 second lead. There's just no benefit because a caution just is like, well, that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Time to have a stupid restart at a track where I can go well below the line. <laughs> Although I was not for that, and I remember why I am for that. It is very exciting, but it is not. It's kind of nonsense. The dog leg cut, like, you, but you can gain a good advantage at least. Oh yeah, no. I mean, I like I like what they did with the track. I don't miss Old Phoenix at all because Old Phoenix was just pretty much like yeah. But I miss New grass. Hampshire, I do like grass with one less kind of pass. I, yeah, grass is cool. But I think the dog legs, so, especially on restarts, <laughs> yeah, grass. And like if you if you get a run, I love how they can slingshot literally to the inside wall, and you can't do that anywhere. It makes it you. Oh yeah, no. There, Darlington is another flat racetrack. Yeah. Darlington is the only other track I can think of where like you could potentially go that low just because there is asphalt and like, <laughs> you could run there. Of course, your car may get so bumpy you will just slingshot into the uh, catch fence at that point. But um, I mean, it's definitely unique, and that's kind of the one thing NASCAR doesn't have is like a lot of unique tracks. It feels like, and and yeah. Phoenix has its own its own thing. Sadly, this package. That's was, why like, I. I want Gateway because no Gateway, Gateway would be fun. I do like tracks like yeah. New Hampshire also has the thing where they just go under the racing line in the in the corners, and that is yeah. very interesting to see drivers make that work. Because like I, I I think it was Brandon Jones um obviously had to say his name at least the once goat. this episode um and the yeah. truck race was definitely trying to make that work. I felt like Gibbs cars all day. Blaney was trying to make that work on Sunday. It's definitely exciting when you have a driver that goes somewhere where there's just you know there's no grip and they're trying everything they can to make that stick. That that's fun. <laughs> Speaking about stick, what'd you think of the uh, little sticky stuff on the uh, outside? Made it made a difference in my opinion, especially on that final restart. Yeah, it made the outside. I think the preferred lane on restarts. It, it, um, I felt like more drivers should have been using that outside a lot more. It it felt so much faster. I hear that they applied it to where, like, on entry, there wasn't any there, so you'd have to be get to the middle of the corner before you could actually use it, and I don't think that would help the runoff. You think so that's I think why... Uh... Too... I don't think... No, I, I, I think they need to change the, the car and not have to rely yeah. on the PJ1. Cause PJ1 They've been relying on it a lot this year. Uh, it helps that places like Texas, don't get me wrong, because you yeah. literally can't run the outside of Texas. I don't think it should be used on short tracks. The short tracks should be about, you know, beating and banging, getting good runs off. Like New Hampshire, I like it. Yeah, New Hampshire's fine. I mean, I mean, that was still a fun race. Because it's like a distinct line. It? It's like you can either run the way bottom, three grooves up, three lines up or whatever, which I like. So it's like two actually distinct grooves. Phoenix is like you kind of run the middle bottom or you kind of run the middle top. It's there's not a lot of room to go there. Mm. Um, I, I mean, I'm hoping that if, if NASCAR can fix the package, they can definitely, uh, you know, 
use it a little bit less. I, I feel like it's just a little bit of a crutch that they are like, oh, this worked at Bristol. We'll do it everywhere. Oh yeah, that's not about Bristol. We'll, we'll do it. At, we'll do it at it's, Daytona. It's... We'll put it on the apron and see how that goes. <laughs> it's been jolly good at Bristol. No, it, it, I, I mean, I think Bristol is one of the most exciting races we have this year. Still got the atmosphere, baby. Um, so, anyways, going back to the race, so Denny Hamlin ends up pulling off this win in definitely one of the more, for me, emotional wins of the season. This was a big, big deal. I can we officially declare 2010 Denny Hamlin dead and deceased? Mm. Like this is the this is the we'll new this is the new Hamlin. Oh, hey, man, he runs out of fuel late at Homestead oh, or okay. something. Then we'll see. <laughs> Please don't put that. Don't put that juju out there. That that's. Uh, I I mean, Denny definitely could have had a meltdown at any point in this race. He could have been speeding on pit road. He could have lost it on the restarts because he had some pretty bad restarts in the beginning of the race. Uh, I mean, he could have pulled a Chase Elliott and just wrecked without any cameras catching it. Uh, it, it, it we there were so many situations where Denny Hamlin could have just absolutely just fried his chances. And he bounced back from going airborne the week before. So, I mean, I, I feel like I'm ready to declare a new Denny Hamlin here here for good. I mean, if you, if you look back at the last uh, four races, Denny Hamlin has three top fives if he stays yeah. on the ground. And the only race that, where he's gone true. airborne, he, he has not finished in the top five. So I think we know what the key is there. So if he goes airborne if he, at uh, Homestead, I... I think the chances probably not going to slim at that point. Then it didn't work for Carl Edwards Maybe. back in 2016. That's true. People forget. Like, had he not gone airborne, probably is a 2016 champion. Probably doesn't retire either. I don't know about that last. Yeah, up to debate on that. Eh. I'm not sure. <laughs> he's just had enough. He's got to. Yeah. He's got to get. He's got to get some uh, some juice. Um. So let's see here. Anything else um, in the cup oh, race? I think that. No, yeah. So Ryan Blaney um got a little bit of some Twitter beef going on right now. Um, who who was it that he was uh pissed off? Uh, did you see that? Who? I can't remember off the top of my head, but apparently after the race, uh, Ryan Blaney got out of his car looking a little flustered. Oh, and, Blaney! Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right him and him and Matt Weaver. Matt Weaver. That's it. I couldn't remember his name because Weaver tweeted out. You know, like one of those reactionary things without any oh, context. Of and then you know. he did apologize for oh, it. But if you're you're if yeah. you're a reporter at that point, you gotta you gotta know it's being better than that, man. I mean, come on. Yeah, that that's <laughs> this is top level do. shit. You can't be making those yeah. mistakes. <laughs> that's yeah. something we'd do. And honestly, we would probably also just say, "Ah, oh, he's probably taking a piss," which yeah. he, he was apparently. So you know, good on good on Blaney to keep his fire suit nice and clean. You know, obviously yeah. doesn't want to put in the, that extra work to just have to wash it even more to get the the piss stains out of it. So good on him. So now we can officially say that pissing in your race car is out in 2019. We, we're not doing that anymore. No more pissing in our cars. As far as pooping, we, we're not sure about that yet. Um, we'll you know maybe maybe we'll find out next week how that works. <laughs> All right. So. Um, <laughs> Other than that, though, yeah, uh, on to the Xfinity. I want to give a shout-out to Eric Jones, Clint Boyer, top two uh, non-playoff uh, finishing drivers, Matt Benedetto and Jimmy Johnson, 13-14. And uh, Ricky Stenhouse bounced back a little bit after bouncing off the wall, finishing 19th. That's hey, good, good. I didn't know he even did that. Him. For him. Yeah, no, he did He did have a I – think, I think he hit the wall after he blew the tire, but either way. Oh, one thing. Yeah. Um, why the hell did NBC not catch uh, Chase Elliott's wreck? I really was confused about that. Uh, I'm not sure. They also struggled to get John Hunter Nemechek, so they, they had to get it from an iPhone. <laughs> yeah. That was at weird. least they didn't miss a flip on the last lap at Talladega at Fox. I'm so salty about that. Like, how do you, how do you miss that? Come on. <laughs> Oh man, just they, Wait, they were like, the cars oh, are no, they... spread out. You you don't have a camera angle, but like when they're yeah, all on a freaking pack and you miss the wreck. Oh, there you go. Come on. Well, to be <laughs> fair, they probably were like me, where they thought that the car split in half when it hit the wall because he hit it so damn quickly. They were just like, oh, we don't want to show that, and that's fair. <laughs> Meanwhile, Fox also has a slow motion replays of guys snapping their legs in half on the NFL games, but that's neither Ooh. here nor there. Yeah, shouts out Alan Hearns. We miss you. Um, okay, so moving on to the Xfinity race. So this race was on 
and I watched the entire race, and I can barely tell you any of what happened. It feels like just, um, I, I mean, it felt like the Christopher Bell show, and then all of a sudden I look up, and I'm Christopher Bell's running in, like, 25th, and I'm like, well, well, when did this happen? I had to text you to find out what happened. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, watching the Alabama versus LSU game, and I legit forgot that the race was on, and I felt bad because I <laughs> yeah, never did that. I was, but I was, I was so excited for the Alabama game that, like, I yeah. watched it. I was like, oh shit! So I pulled it up on my laptop, and I was like, "Oh, Christopher Bell show." And then it yeah. was not the Christopher Bell show. No, it ended up turning into the Justin Allgaier redemption. And honest to God, it, it's kind of cool to see Justin Allgaier finally uh, break past those demons and, and get oh, yeah. the win this season. Uh, we almost had Brandon Jones back up there, ends up finishing a lap down, but he was he was having a pretty good run there. I thought I, yeah. I started texting the, the group chat. I was like, "Oh shit!" And uh, yeah, no. It, Definitely, he showed improvement this weekend, but we were trying to figure out, basically, Justin Allgaier was pretty good on points anyways, looked like the guy to get the fourth spot, but, um, you know, it basically was like, okay, could Cindric or Briscoe or Nett or Braxton, I guess, like, you know, pull, pull off a miracle, and we saw a couple different strategies, guys trying to figure out what to do with their scuffs late in the race, and I feel like it definitely made for something a little interesting, but Justin Allgaier had a car that was winning that race, and, and he was not going to give that up once. Uh, I mean, he did say during his post-race interview, oh, I wasn't going to beat Christopher Bell, but I think he's <laughs> taking a little bit credit away from himself. He did have a really good car. Yeah. Hey, man, I, I feel like Christopher Bell has got to be the favorite next weekend, which means he's screwed. <laughs> Dude, I don't think he is the favorite. I don't think there is a favorite. They're there all can't so be good a favorite, favorite, except for Justin, but I don't think Allgaier's done that well at Homestead, has he? No, I don't think Allgaier well, is by far the long format, shot. So. I, I think well, he legit needs all three to wreck. Um, hey, did you remember that Daniel Hemrick was in the championship four last season? Yes. I sure shit well, did not. No, but yes. Type of thing. Well, because like, he also I, like, I, I, only pulled 35 there, but laps. Was he a factor? No. I think he only did like 35 competitive laps last season mm -hmm. in, in the finale. Which is also to my point that this system sucks, but whatever. Um... <laughs> You know, uh, but yeah. yeah, I mean, just all. And this is the most ridiculous thing, though, is now it feels like if you've won at Phoenix, you've already been crowned the champion because they're like, oh, momentum. This is obviously going to be the champion now. And I can only think of really 2014 where the guy that won at Phoenix also won the championship. Or am I forgetting something? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember who won the, the Xfinity race there last year. Probably yeah, the Probably Christopher Bell. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think momentum is... I, momentum is obviously a thing that exists in all sports. You can't measure momentum. You can only experience it. I said the same thing about grit on Twitter. But um, the thing is, it, momentum also can be shifted in NASCAR quicker than any other sport. Because if you have any sort of hiccup, your momentum's out the window. Like, it, yeah, all it, it takes is one like bad a, race. Even though, like, or, dude, honestly, like, a bye week. Game is Winston falling with a football on the 50-yard line uh, <laughs> in the national championship. Yeah, no, like, I, I remember back in 2016 as a Tony Stewart fan from, like, June to the race Yeah, that's the legit momentum. Southern 500. Man. He was so good. He had, like, three top fives, and he was, like, mm -hmm. competing for wins, actually. And then as soon as the, the bye week Stewart happened, I felt it. I was like, that's not good. I don't know. I just felt it drop off. And then sure enough, you only had like two top tens after that. Mm -hmm. You know, we've seen that before. 2004 is another good example. Tony Stewart was, uh, again, he, you know, the king of summer pretty much. And um, yeah, I think he had like four wins that summer. And then like fall, the chase comes around and he just wasn't as big of a factor as he was during that, that, that stretch of races where he was just knocking down top fives, top tens, and getting wins here and there. And it does happen. And that's my thing. Like, momentum shifts so quickly in the sport. And mm -hmm. all it takes is just a bye week, perhaps, or a bobble, or a bad call by your crew chief, or just getting in your own head. And I think that's, like, definitely going to be which driver doesn't get in their own head. And when we get to predictions, that's probably why I won't pick Kyle Busch to win the championship this year. Um but then again, he might just beat everyone up before the race starts. And then they're like, well, we have no choice but to crown this man champion, even if he is in jail. Um, yeah. All right. So trucks, 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 trucks. OK, trucks. Uh, yes. So the Lucas Oil yes. 150 was won <laughs> by none other than Canadian's own 
Uh, Stuart Friesen. Yeah, I made sure to chug my uh, my bottle of maple syrup after he won. Oh man, you you have maple syrup. I have uh, maple syrup Crown Royal. Be a Ooh. be a man. Ooh, it's disgusting. Ooh. <laughs> we love you, Crown Royal. Please sponsor us. Um, yeah. it was a uh, it was definitely one of those races that not a lot happened, but it felt a little bit more exciting because like Brandon Jones was fighting with Friesen for the lead late in the race. And I think out of I all thought, the races, I thought our probably, boy had it. No, and he definitely he... had it. And I, I, I got to give Friesen um, credit for the way he was driving. First of all, both those guys raced very cleanly. I think I saw only like two taps and they were both like racing bumps, uh, not anything like, uh, like no bullshit going on. It was a very, very fun finish. Brandon gave it all he could kept running him down, losing it, but it never felt like, when he was behind him, the dirty air was affecting him that badly, you know? Yeah, I think it affected him a little bit once he got right there, but... Well, yeah, but it did, It didn't... It wasn't like the cup dirty air situation. No, it, was, it wasn't as bad as the cup. Um, it was... Uh, it was pretty... It, I, had a, I had a good time with that race. So, shouts out to yeah, reason. So, he's going to be in the championship four, locks himself in with uh, Matt Crafton, who is... Looking for his third truck championship, I believe. Yeah, and he um, doesn't have a win yet this season. Um, we could have a we could have a winless champion. No, it's it's very possible Austin Dillon 2.0 comes around. Um, joining them in Homestead will be Ross Chastain and Brett Moffitt. Um, Stuart Friesen, only driver to win um this round as a playoff driver for the trucks. So, um, technically going in with the most again momentum that doesn't exist but exists. So interesting uh to see that um. You know, he's definitely uh, the guy that people are going to pick. And I I wouldn't say that he's the favorite, in my opinion, just obviously coming off a win. It, it's I still feel like it's Chastain versus Moffitt. And yeah, I think the vultures. In the I haven't seen back. enough out of that team on the mile and a half this year to say it's going to be. They are GMS. Go I, I, I didn't know they were actually. I kept yeah. looking it up to figure out if they were GMS or not. And apparently they are, but they aren't. Like it's like how like Wood Brothers was Penske, but it wasn't Penske. Like yeah. seven, like for, like Furniture Row, Gibbs, but not Gibbs. So if Friesen beats Moffat for the championship, does Maury just say, "All right, charging you guys stupid money"? Still want to do this? <laughs> no, I was. So yeah. Well, I mean, actually, I don't think that he. <laughs> I don't think that he's going to have to worry about that. Uh, did you hear the news about uh, GMS this weekend? Or this week? Shutting down the 23 next year. Oh, yes. Is that confirmed yet? Or is that just a rumor? I believe that is confirmed. confirmed. It, it's all but it's all but yeah. confirmed. Um, I know I should have saved that for rounding out the field. But, uh, I mean, mm-hmm. kind of fit in there. It's a little sad. But, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, he sticks around trucks and obviously has... Sam Mayer, the world's greatest uh, drifter, um, <laughs> over <laughs> in Arca. So he's got him. He was sideways half that race. I feel like oh, yeah. him and Nally Decker would be very fun to watch in a demolition derby with Riley Herbst, of course, who uh, we forgot to mention. Riley Herbst w- once again found his way into the outside retaining wall. So uh, shouts out. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> My roommate's freaking out for something right now. I don't know what's going on. This is awesome. <laughs> I can just hear Jack screaming <laughs> in the background. <laughs> oh, entertain the people. I gotta go check out what this is. <laughs> All right, yeah, real quick. Okay. So while Kevin's gone, I'd like to talk to you guys about a little bit what we're doing next week. So we are going to be doing something very, very, very fun for you guys. We are going to be having our end of the season awards. Um, we're going to be doing a bunch of rankings. We're going to be talking about our favorite moments from the season. And we're going to be doing it with some special guests. Um, if you've listened to the podcast a lot, you know that we are friendly with uh, Brad Perez. He came on the podcast. He's going to be coming back on next week. And um, trying to also get his uh, good friend Christian Espinoza, who we met at Talladega and hung out with a lot on the podcast next week. So, you know, uh, still in the works, but, you know, we're we're hoping to – get things going with that i have to make my lists for my championship um oh boy i can't wait to hear this dude what happened (laughs) oh my gosh so my apartment complex is pretty much on live pd what 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, Kevin, they're coming for our legal pocket. I know. Oh no, it was a couple oh couple weeks ago, but I uh it's like a street right behind our apartment complex. Uh there was a truck that turned over in a ditch and like I can't see. Oh it yeah, that happens side. a lot. That happens a lot, though, I feel like, with those roads in yeah. Tallahassee. Like, those but, ditches are prom. I almost but my roommates that. who live on the other side of the apartment, they could legit see that uh, accident from their window. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Yeah. All right. So um, I think that we pretty much talked enough about trucks. You, you ready to do some – you ready to predict our champions? Are we yes, ready I to am. do this? All right. So Homestead Miami Speedway, once again, hosting the final – Ford Championship weekend. Very sad. I was there at the first Ford Championship weekend all the way back in 2002. We little Anthony got to see Tony Stewart win his first NASCAR Winston Cup Championship. It, he is the first human being in the world that I gave the middle finger to. I, I, I feel like that's very important to point out. It took me eight years to figure out how to do that. Um, Kurt Busch ended up winning that race. Very, very cold day. And uh, I think it's going to be another cold day in hell for a couple drivers that are going to be having to deal with the fact that they are racing on a very, very slick Miami Homestead, home, uh, Miami home, Homestead Miami Speedway. Yeah, how dare you? <laughs> yeah. And to be quite honest, this is the final Ford Championship weekend. I am predicting a full forecast of chaos. And by chaos, I mean our champion. one of our champions might end up finishing in like 25th. <laughs> Interesting. I think... So do how do we how do we want to do predictions? You so just want to for go... predictions, I would like to pick our champion for each series. For each series, let's start okay. with the trucks, then move to Xfinity, and then give our um our uh, cup champions. Right. I don't know why I, I I want to say sprint cup champion like five times there. I yeah. really had to hold that back, and I said it anyways. Um, All so right. without trucks. further ado, Kevin, let's get it. I do you want to start off. You know what? I would love to start off. Thank you for having some manners, Kevin. So we've been talking about momentum. I don't think momentum is going to matter at all in these races, unless your name is Denny Hamlin. Um, at this point, the championship is coming home for the trucks. Ross Chastain is a Florida native. Yeah, he's not a South Florida native, but he is from there. He's lived there. He has grown watermelons in the vicinity. <laughs> He understands how the dirt moves and how the wind flows. And this man is going to be breaking some watermelons Gallagher style on the front straightaway. Give me Ross Chastain. But I would like to point out, I don't know if Ross Chastain wins this race. I, I don't. This might be the race where the chaos ensues. I think that we might see a champion, maybe not 25th, but maybe like 5th, 6th, maybe even as low as 9th. Like... Hmm. I, I think this could be a race where someone pulls a uh, Cole Custer and just, just puts on a clinic that had no business doing that. That's just a bold prediction. Maybe Natalie Decker ends up pulling it up. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie laps the field. The real, they just the act, they're just like, you know what? You got, they're just like, you know what, Natalie? There may have been four drivers in this championship form. We're giving the trophy to you because you have you managed to. Oh, by the way, I would like to point out the 54 car did not get in trouble last weekend. That's the first race all season. Um, good for her. Yeah, so good for her. She's getting better, and if we believe in momentum, I, is she I mean, though? There it is. I am. Rick is, is not crashing getting shit. better. <laughs> my my TED talk. So I'm picking Ross Chastain. And win the championship with my dark horse as Natalie Decker. <laughs> Kevin? Yeah, I'm not going to go with the Decker win, but I will um, go with... Coward. Uh, and I hate I hate to pick against Florida. I really do, but I think... You can it's, pick it's, Chastain if you want. No, I, I really do think Moffat is going to have the edge just because he won it last year. He's... Mm-hmm. been... I mean, he's been super consistent this year, and I really haven't seen the speed out of the 45 truck lately yeah that's true it's it's felt like the kyle bush fall off where he's there but he's not there yeah like he's i feel like he's gone back from a winning car to like a fifth place car Mm -hmm. so i think he'll be in contention don't get me wrong he'll be a factor all day but i think moff it's just uh the team is too strong gms is gonna put too much i mean 
not too much support behind him, but enough support behind him. Ross had one of the best trucks at Talladega. I know it's a restrictor plate, but he wasn't bad there. And he had a good run going on at Canada. He was just so far back and was just way too aggressive at times. Um, Ended up burning up the tires. I think it really could come down to just who nurses the car or the truck the best. In that situation, also, like you don't want to use up your your tires and then get stuck with scuffs on the final restart. So, yeah. I would love to see Chastain, but I do agree with you. I mean, Moffitt does have the best truck out of the four. I mean, unless you really think Matt Crafton <laughs> has just been no. waiting all season for his moment. I think I think Friesen is gonna have to be. You're gonna have to keep him in your mind just because grew up in that dirt background. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much like a big dirt track. Right in the wall. He's going to run that outside. So, that outside. so definitely watch out for him, but I don't think it's going to be enough to beat uh, Moffat or Chastain. I, if we get a, if we get a championship mustache two years in a row from two different drivers, I think that Oof. we officially have to declare that the only way to win a truck championship is to grow a mustache. Well, I'm good. So, I'm good there. Put me in a truck, I'll win it, dude. I I think that we could both pull this off. Like I I feel like there's nothing stopping me from being in the uh, four truck next year. <laughs> For for Kyle Busch. Yeah, I'll just set up. Yeah, I got some. Who's taking the? Yeah, that's that big news I've been teasing. Uh, Yo, (laughs) I want to give a shout out though, Chandler Smith. We haven't talked much about him, but he has had such good runs this season. Yeah. Um, he finished in third place, and it wasn't like a like a oh, I've just kind of managed to end up here because of pit strategy and restarts. Oh, he he had a very fast truck. Like, I I I definitely see a bright future for this kid. He was born in two thousand and two. Oh my lord. Sheesh. Oh my god. He's, He's so young. He's 17. He has raced four races this season, and in all four of them, he has a top uh 10. He's finished respectively eight, four, two, and three. Oof. Like Steve Lavender is just like, man, he's knocking these early ones out quick. He's finished on yeah, the lead like every He's race. probably Toyota's next best prospect after Bell. I don't see anything. I don't see I the can't... level of talent, the level of raw talent from Harrison Burton or no. Uh, I love I love Harrison. I think Harrison. No, I do too. But I think I think that he's doing. I truck. think Harrison's more like a Noah Gregson type of guy, like a guy that's like consistent but not flashy enough for yeah, consistent Gregson winnings. Actually, won a race in this is uh, trucks, I believe. This is even true. though it was controversial. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can't wait for three years from now when uh when Chandler Smith isn't expanding. You're like, well, I guess we're gonna just have to push Christopher Bell out. Just move him to the move him to the ninety six. Uh, or the yeah, move him to ninety six. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god, it's gonna be hilarious when we end up going to that. All right, um, interesting. Uh, so we want to go to Xfinity. Yeah, Kev. Yeah, Xfinity. Let's right, do it. Cool. All right, so for the Xfinity Championship four, we have the big three plus Justin Allgaier. And I will say this. I think that Justin Allgaier might actually be the biggest underdog. Still don't count him out. This is a guy that's won, I believe. Uh, last year, he won how many races? Seven? Mm, five, I think. But like three of them were at road courses. Yeah, the point is that Justin Allgaier knows how to win. And he's had to overcome our favorite word, adversity. So... Um, you I know, know that Rick Allen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just stop that. you right there. All guy ain't winning it. I mean, I'm not gonna pick him to win a champion. He won five races last. All guy has had a good year though. He's been consistent. This is he's tied for no wait no. This is his second most top tens, tied with last season at 24. Um, he's at 16 top fives. He's been there. Um, definitely not his most dominant season, but I mean, when you look at last season minus the five wins that he had it's it's identical stats it is it's identical stats (laughs) like he's actually had a better average finish this season so if there was a season that justin could win the championship i'm i'm calling it here so but i i again i don't think he is i think that this is the year of cole custer i think that i think that if anyone's gonna win the championship it's gonna be cole but uh um, obviously, you can't count on Christopher Bell, and you can't ever be near uh, Tyler Reddick anywhere on a restart, I feel like. So, oh, man, this is going to – there's going to – so this might be the race with more chaos, Kevin. Wait, what? This is going to be the race with the most chaos. Uh, I don't know. I feel like this is a 
the most straightforward race out of the three, but in terms of like, you think so? It's gonna be. I could see twenty. Like, I know how. I know how it's gonna happening. play out. I feel like it's gonna be everyone's right in the top, and it's gonna be a lot of long runs. I don't think we're gonna have a short run to the finish, and I think it's just gonna be an odd war between the big three, which I'm like, I'm super excited for. But I think it's pretty yeah, like, I, I feel like I don't see any of them vibes of twenty seven. Maybe Reddick hits the wall or something. Mm-hmm. Um, Reddick is definitely gonna be running on the high side. The yeah, like he, we know he's going to the high side. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's going to be – I feel like we're going to be tricked this with this race. Like, we're going to see a driver have a very fast car early on, and then late in the race, one of these championship four guys are just going to turn on a switch and just start flying around this track. Uh, 2017, um, if I recall correctly, uh, who who's the champion? That's Byron. Season. Byron. But he didn't win the race. Um, no, he, he didn't win the race. Um, but that was a very good championship championship run between him and Elliot Sadler Mm -hmm. and um I feel like if we can get another race that ends up just kind of like not I don't want it obviously to have to come down to these guys getting in it with non-championship drivers but that is the thing about this championship format is you are stuck racing with 34 other guys not competing for it so it's like um at this point you kind of have to figure out like how your car is running like you like for practice i feel like if i'm one of those championship four guys i'm putting down like 60 laps and seeing how my late run speed feels like i'm really trying to get all that uh information unless of course Mm -hmm. it just becomes wacky and we have a restart with two to go and then it's all up for grabs and carl edwards has joined the chat like stuff like that so (sighs) i'm looking at the entry list i'm gonna go with i'm I'm just gonna make my pick i'm gonna go go for it you're going with Custer also? I am. Yeah, we can pick the same guys here. I don't really care. Yeah, I know. I really do believe this has been Cole Custer's year, even though that um, Brent, or Christopher Bell has more wins. Um, but yeah, I mean, I could also see Tyler Reddick just getting hot at the right time. This, it's going to be very, very intriguing, to say the least. Yeah. Got ba- Bobby Dale Earnhardt back in the field this week. It's also, it might be the last race for the 23, uh, the 23 car. I didn't know. I know Brian Keselowski. Uh, oh, he's not the 23's crew chief. He's calling <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> Garrett's crew chief. I was about to say, like, holy shit, he's been the crew chief for uh, uh, John Hunter this whole season? Wow. <laughs> oh, man, you just you just look at some of these names. You're just like, wow, right now. Um, what is it? Uh, Jeff Meandering. Or am I saying that right? Or is it Meandering? He's the crew uh, chief. I think he's for Kevin Jones. Like, Meanderings is Mendering? I think it's Meandering. Yeah. Jason. Ratcliffe has just been chilling in the 20, and I keep forgetting that. Um, you just see some names down here. Mark Setzer, why do I know that? Mike Shiplett is also, like, I mean, that is a name I feel like I heard years and years and years ago. I wish you could click on these drivers, like the crew chief's names, to see where they've been. That is the next step, NASCAR uh, racing. Get on it. Yeah. Okay, are we ready right. for Cuff. The, yes. the big one? The All big right. one. So, so we have no idea how this package is going to handle. We, we there is obviously like we've seen mile and a half tracks this season. For the most part, this package has has benefited them, especially tracks. Yes, like I Kentucky. think it'll be. I, I think we. I'm gonna say you're wrong, and I think we do know how it's going to play. It's going to play like Kansas, and it's going to play like Chicago multi group race tracks with tire fall off, mm-hmm. where you can actually still run top. And I think because of that. It's going to be a good race. Um, I'm not worried about the package tendering the product here because it's excelled at this track somewhere to it. Yeah. So definitely going to be interesting on Sunday. And I feel like this race is going to have a lot of um, strategy coming in late, especially with how Tirefall is probably going to be affecting these guys uh, during the night. So uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really know who, who I want to pick because my my heart says uh hamlin but my brain says not hamlin my heart says hamlin because i i want another new champion kind of like last mm-hmm. year it's literally the same scenario as last year it's like i want logano to win because he's the only guy without a champion. wow you fucking animal um and that worked for him but i don't know man truex truex is okay. definitely like the the favorite I, here like, but my Kevin mind Hart- says truex also but also my mind says harvick because 
all the Seward Hall support is going into that car, and then Gibbs has to mm-hmm. battle between the three teams. Exactly. That is another big thing. So with three Gibbs cars in the championship four, like you have to now deal with like competing against your team. Like yeah. Kyle Bush is like maybe you know, maybe why Kyle was so upset that maybe it wasn't just the fact that he had to win it. Was like, <laughs> well shit, now like Gibbs is gonna have to just fight against themselves, but I feel like that's yeah. all Kyle Bush ever does is just fight other people. So yeah. But I will say it's weird going into the race where Kyle Bush is legit the underdog. It 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 doesn't feel like that happens too often. Like no, like I out of the four, I think because you look at years. Hamlin and Truex have had time to prepare and they've been good on the mile and a half all year. Um, Truex just won the most recent trek like it being Kansas, mm-hmm. but then Kyle Bush, where is he been? <laughs> And you're yep. gonna have to win this race to win this championship. Yeah, unless, this unless this Kyle feels, Larson squeaks up there, which is this feels like really you possible. know we absolutely um th- this is gonna be the race where I feel like someone's absolutely has to win because of course like Xfinity feels like someone's just gonna end up winning, but also the the chaos factor. This one I see less of a chaos factor, but um, man, I, I don't even more. know. Wow, that's know. a crazy stunt. I think this one is gonna be fun. This. Is is gonna be a lot of fun with this package. Oh, it's gonna be um, fun. I'm still gonna stay with my pick that I picked ten weeks ago. I, I gotta say this is Denny's first championship season. It just feels like the every the, the Daytona 500, uh, dedicating everything. That would be cool. To Ty, um, you know, just definitely, definitely the fact that he has had this is the looking eleven car we've. Had. Um, um, it's it the, the, the like the, if the shoe fits and it seems to fit really fucking well yeah are you gonna also pick denny no i I said true oh you said kevin hart or truex oh sorry but it's it's oh man it's so hard to pick between truex or harvick for me but i think just because they've had an extra week to prepare over everyone else i think truex like they literally sent exactly the uh the the race the head engineer on that team home after they passed inspection on Friday or wherever at Phoenix, because they're like, That's we fair. need you back home. Eric, get ready for the race that actually matters. Denny has had to focus yeah. so much on like just trying to win it at Phoenix, and it's just like, well, shit. Exactly, and like I get that they have momentum, but I don't think it's enough to... Eh, it might be. I don't know. It's going to be a good race. I'm excited. So some track facts for the weekend for the yeah. um, cup race. So the playoff drivers... Out of all four of them have won here at some point in their career. Obviously, Kevin Harvick won here to win the championship. Truex won here to win the championship. And oh, by the way, Kyle Busch has won here to win the championship. Wow. Um, it's almost like you have to win the race. Uh, Denny Hamlin, though, has two wins at this race. Oh, he does. I thought he um, When was his other one? I know he got in I am trying to think because he. I feel like the other one was 2010. I'm looking right now. So Denny Hamlin has won here in 2009. He won in 2009, ah, and he won okay. in 2013. Um, I don't even really remember that he won in 2013. To be honest, I was just I only knew very that because it was, I had to it was the last, um, his last chance to hmm. get a win because he didn't win before in 2013. That is right. Yeah, because yeah. the back injury. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Denny Hamlin is in the FedEx Express car. I would like to point out that he has actually run the FedEx Express car um, in both of his wins. Um, I I mean he's only ever run FedEx ground in 2015 at the race, but it, it you know it, it, it's correlation. I'm yeah. just trying to prove that Denny's mm-hmm. gonna win this race. Um, wow, jeez, the purse for this race is actually used to be kind of big. It's three hundred fifty thousand, essentially, if you won. Damn, and not not won the championship. Yeah. All right, man. I I just this is definitely gonna be. Uh, uh, this is definitely going to be one for the books. I'm going to hopefully have some friends over to watch the race. If not, I'm just going to. Yeah, I'm having very, a watch party angst. at my place. We're gonna we're probably gonna do that uh again to watch out for our Snapchat. Oh yeah. man, dude! If you guys are doing that, actually, I would like to. Hell yeah! So uh, text me. I'll, I'll I I get paid on Friday. Um. All right. So rounding out the field. So uh, Reddit. Did you see the top story from four hours ago? Which one? Uh, about JR, uh, JRM. Oh yes, we got yes. some uh, so, finally some silly season so confirmation. The A cars, the the A cars, uh, um, schedule came out next season. Yeah. We got one race with Dale Jr. 
uh, 11 races with Jeb, um, and, and 21 races with Daniel Hemrick. So looks like Hemrick has just had his fun in, in Cup. It's back to Xfinity he goes. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy for Hemrick, but also if he doesn't perform, he's done in NASCAR. Because that is a you got race a winning win. car. A race at some point, yeah. And well, it didn't. Hasn't won a. It hasn't won a race. Technically, it so, hasn't. But like so. Junior Motorsports is definitely a step up from RCR. Let's let's just be real here. What is happening with Zane Smith? Because he has done very impressive in that. Yeah, part I'm not season. sure. I think he's he might be full time somewhere next year, either in truck or he Xfinity. needs to be. He has shown he's a lot good. of yeah. impressive skills this like season. Him. It was like Shane Lee in the three car the year before, which I don't know where he went. No, it's like no, he was at uh, the Circuit Gale. City racing team. Remember? You know what he <laughs> was, but I when I was thinking Circuit City, I was thinking Kaz Grala, so, which also another guy that should have a ride, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking at the comments right now. So some more silly season news. Um. Bubba Wallace has been um, confirmed return to the 43. We also did not really talk about Bubba's penalty um, during the Phoenix uh, race. So he ended up with a 50-point penalty. We were talking oh, yeah. about it last week, but um, yeah, 50-point penalty. Um, and I th- what was it? Was it 50 grand or was it 100 grand? Uh, 50 grand. Oh, I couldn't hear you cut out. How- 50 grand. How much? 50 grand. So, and Bubba's response to that, and, and Bubba just keeping a, a good, lighthearted attitude about everything, I guess. He says, Well, at least we finished third at Indy. I'm paraphrasing, but yeah. yeah. Um, it's like it, it paid well. So, but I don't know. He, it paid, yeah. He was, that was, I'm not gonna lie. Bubba's kind of stupid saying yeah. what yeah, he that said. was really stupid. Basically, keep your mouth shut on that issue. It's, it's that easy. <laughs> it, like, and he says, You know, Logano and, and Brad did it. And I'm, like, well, you know, the difference between Logano and Brad and you is that they're not bragging that they got away with it, which yeah. I mean, yeah, it was a little harsh, but hopefully now NASCAR drivers know that, hey, you can forcibly spin yourself out and fuck over uh, other uh, playoff drivers. Just don't talk about it. Just keep your mouth shut. Your arm is itchy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's all we need to hear. Yeah. Um, If there is no last lap pass for the win on Sunday, 2019 will be the first cup season since 2002 to not have any last lap passes for the win. That is an absurd stat. Yeah, I don't... That's and I almost a cherry don't believe it. Statistic. Like, that is a cherry-pick statistic. Had three, we literally, we've literally had three really watch- um, races this year with the multiple passes for the lead on the last lap, but because the guy exactly. who started first, or who, who led the white flag, ended up winning, it doesn't officially count as exactly. one, but like... Like people, say, people will like, see that stat and be like, "Wow, we haven't had any close finishes." I'm like, "No, we have. Sorry, bud." Like we literally were physically in front of Ryan, yeah, Blaney <laughs> and Ryan Newman passing each other 50 times on the last yeah. lap. So shut yeah. up. Yeah. Like I, you know what? Shut up, Davis Warren. One, shut up. <laughs> You're incorrect. You're incorrect. Come on the podcast and fight me, you coward. Um, <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah. I, I really, still, my favorite I, thing I that I've like seen on, uh, on Reddit this week, though, was posted today about how if Truex wins, he's actually eligible yeah, that's for crazy. a FIA super license. Yeah, I didn't know that. So does that mean he could definitely go over to Haas? And- <laughs> Pretty much. I'm, I'm a little bit pissed because I... I, I've known that for so long, and I wanted to, like, I thought everyone knew that, and then, like, this guy's post is blowing up, and I'm like, dang it, I could have just posted that. I knew this for You, so you should have. I know. You been I thought it was more war. common knowledge, but I guess not. Like, J.R. Smith literally came over to the, the subreddit and said, this type of stuff yeah. I want to see when I come on Reddit. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know, man. You literally could have J.R. Smith talking, talking nice to you. Oh man, it was all it was all long con to overthrow Lewis Hamilton F one yeah. boy. Oh man, speaking of Lewis Hamilton, uh, I felt like the Mercedes guys were on top of uh, Kyle Busch's pit pit box for that final lap. Yeah. Hey, Kyle, it's James. Um, just we're we're gonna have to let uh, Denny Hamlin win the race. Um, your tires are good, but his are shit, and uh, we just just can't have. Joey Logano in the championship four. That's mine. I think I think jam- it was kind of like a, a Michael Waltrip Excellent. in two thousand one at the uh, Coke. Yeah, 
uh, or the Pepsi 400, it's like you're not going to pass the guy. There's no team orders. And like, if you yeah, pass of course the guy, you're, gonna you're not going to get, junior you know, it's like, okay, you're, you're trying to win the race, but it's kind of just like, you don't need to win. If anything, you're helping your team because you don't have to versus yeah. the guy who won that race last year. Hmm. Um, and honestly, tires didn't really matter yeah. that much. So I think Jenny with the track position had the advantage anyways. Uh, Denny with the good hair. Um, no, yeah, Justin Haley's car looks pretty sick the next uh, for next season. It was apparently, or no, for for the finale, for it was so, apparently yeah. designed by yeah, designed by uh, team owner's daughter. So that that's pretty cool. Nice little wholesome posting on Reddit. I like that. Uh, uh, what else we got here? I'm trying to trying to cherry pick. Okay, so I did mention earlier about um the twenty three closing. Sh- job it's not official <laughs> yet but there was something else going on that i wanted to what am i on here oh that's this is new. okay hold on kevin you got anything uh i'm trying to think anything else in silly season daniel suarez has been rumored to go like literally every ride um oh has he but he's yeah not wait i heard a rumor anything. that he was gonna be going to um what was it uh children's in the third car so i mean that that one seems more realistic than any of the the weeks i've heard so far kev no i'm, I'm just thinking oh yeah you you worry me because i have no idea if i've been cutting in and out. no you're good i uh i try to think of anything else um it- Oh, so I got engaged on Rattlesnake Snake Hill. I hate. I don't know if we said this on air, but the Cup Series logo is getting unveiled on Friday for 2020 and beyond. It might be the final ever Cup Series logo. Got engaged. It's. I'm. I'm curious to see what it looks like. Um. Obviously, this tier system sponsorship. I heard Monster still wants to stay in it, but not be like the uh, official sponsor. So yeah, no, they're gonna be. Look, if they're not the official official energy drink or something. Yeah, if I don't have to see those like girls just standing in the background, just awkwardly smiling, like the spring girls just felt like more natural for some reason. The Monster Cup energy just never felt natural. I don't know what it was. It was just weird. Always like they just would place themselves in such weird positions. It's like I would never like I don't, they'd always just be there. Weird. I don't yeah. know. Todd Gilliland. That that's another one. The writing was on the wall. With Todd Gilliland, we didn't really talk about this last week. I feel like, but um, Todd Gilliland out of the four truck in 2020. Are you surprised? No, I'm not surprised just because you know Kyle's been critical of him. I think he'll end up at DJR Crossley. I know nothing's been confirmed yet, but I think he'll uh, he'll land on his feet. When your dad literally owns a team, <laughs> you're probably going to be racing for that team. Yeah, yeah. What? This, I don't believe this statistic. Joe Nima checked to tie Richard Petty for all-time uh, national series starts that's uh oh that is preposterous that is in- impressive i don't wow jeez yeah. I, I okay i mean you know what i'll allow it even though that's ridiculous <laughs> i will allow that stat to exist nice. i hate it but it's neither here nor there yeah. um apparently um auto Owners is returning next season, so that's good. That's good. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of the paint schemes have gotten revealed lately, and they're the exact yeah. same for yeah. next season. I'm like, honestly, why would you change it if the car looks the same? Like, if you're gonna uh, make a big change in the paint scheme, wait till 2021 when you can actually build the paint scheme around. Yeah, the car. exactly. They're gonna. That's yeah. pretty much what most teams are gonna be doing. Um, was it? I wasn't Bush. I I heard that Miller Light uh, didn't resign with Keselowski. Was that real? I haven't heard that officially. Yeah, I saw it on Twitter, and I was like, I haven't seen this on Reddit, so I don't believe it. But um, um, would you be surprised if Miller Lite backs out of NASCAR after it feels like it's been in the sport for almost 30 years? I think there's a, there's a lot up in the air with that two team. I hear Paul Wolf might not be coming back. That is another rumor I've been hearing. So apparently Paul is potentially going to be moving to the 12 car, but yeah. again, rumor. Um, rumor. I don't know. Hey, you want to know something that's not a rumor? What? Jesse Little is officially confirmed to drive full time in uh, JDM. I texted Alex about this actually because uh, you know I'm a I'm a big fan of Jesse Little. Um, you know, 
continuing his racing career. I think he's very, very talented. He's a great young driver. And yeah. honestly, if he's in the four car next year or he moves to the zero, whatever number he he's going to have an opportunity to showcase himself like the way that I think if he's uh, in the Austin. four car, he can make the playoffs. Yeah, no, I, if he's full time and stays in the, all the races, they yeah. don't do the little Landon Castle, uh, Stephen Light swap skis for the races. I think that, uh, there's a good chance. Also, want to shout yeah. out Ryan Vargas had a tough day on Saturday, but still uh, managed to finish the race. <laughs> so good for you, Ryan. Love you, dude. Um, that's pretty much all I've yeah. I've, I've seen. I I don't see anything else that really stands out too much. Just hopefully, mostly complaining. Hopefully, we find out what Suarez is doing soon because it's killing me, man. <laughs> Damn. Daniel Suarez confirmed to... Uh, oh, well, oh, wait, wait, wait. Well, there was one more big thing. Oh. We forgot. Uh, Matt Pitt will not be returning to the 36 car next year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that pretty much um, shuts down that. And that sucks. I mean, Tiff obviously brought sponsorship to his, uh, himself. But, like, you know, obviously really hoping that whatever did happen with him, it's not what we fear. And uh, No, it was a seizure. Know, hoping... It was confirmed. Oh, it was a seizure. It was confirmed. Yeah. Okay, I was more worried. All right. That still sucks. Yeah. Obviously, you know, in you know, in it's because this week, literally, I don't know if you heard my Miami uh, Heat basketball player Dion Waiters had a seizure on the plane because he uh, ate too many. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> so was it a seizure or a panic attack? Many, it was a seizure. I mean, you know, neither confirming nor denying anything, but I can I can promise you when you. When you feel like that, you definitely think you might be having a seizure, but you probably also just, are just not NBA seizure. things. Just NBA things. NASCAR would yeah. never allow anyone to eat gummies. Are you kidding me? No, but for real though, Matt Tiff really hoping that um, you know, at some point maybe he decides to you know, be like, All right, I would like to come back. But either way, it, you know, he's he's gotten to do something on a lot of drive cannot say that they've done, and that's race in the cup series. So good for him. Um, and so does this mean John Hunter confirmed to the 36 next year full time or are we bringing back Landon Castle? Oof. Uh, no, you're not bringing back Landon. Um, that might, they might go to a two car program. I don't know. That, we could, there's a good uh, chance that McDowell not. might not be back too. So we'll see. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. At there's a lot of, there's <laughs> a lot in the air. We're going to have a lot of nonsense. Like I'm, I'm super uh, curious to see who's going to finish 26th and 28th in points next year. I'm very, very <laughs> interested. Um, oh, uh, congratulations, Brad Sweet, on winning the World of Outlaws oh, Sprint Car nice. Championship. And um, is it, oh, I'm going to get his name wrong. Is it Daniel Klaus? It's not even a real person, is it? Who? Exactly. Oh, I'm sorry. Derek Krause. Thank you. Derek Krause, yes. Derek Krause, I, I, I believe he your 2019 um, K&N Series champion yes. by 49 points over Jagger Jones and in third place very close was Haley Deegan and actually you know shouts out Trevor Huddleston I really I mean, two wins this season uh, 13 top 10s and managed to keep it very close for fourth place just unfortunately wasn't um, finishing on the lead lap every single race and I think he had like two bad races all year I mean we got some great young talent coming up uh, the ladder so you know Derek and oh, Jagger yeah. and Haley and Trevor and girls that we will see um, you know in the future uh, you know in ARCA next year because you left early we didn't get to talk about the ARCA schedule have you seen it yet? Uh, have they revealed the full thing yet? Yeah, they revealed the full thing. Oh, okay. I think we talked about that then. You left right when we were talking about it. I recorded a little bit after you left just to get do some new stuff. So hold on, let me before we leave, well let's let's have Kevin look at the new Arca dude, Jesus. Here we go, Arkham and Art series. Reddit is so hard to type anything. Yeah. Yo, Loki, trying to watch the same South Park, so, uh... Yeah, I'm ready to bounce. Alright, well, we will find out our three uh, big champions next week, and definitely a lot of hype surrounding that, but until then, we'll see you guys next week. I already announced um, the uh, Brad coming on, Kevin, so you know, I hope you're excited for that. Yeah. yeah, so, um, but until then, I have been Anthony. Alright, you definitely just cut out there. <laughs> okay, well... <laughs>
It, it only took the entire episode. Yeah. But, uh, hopefully this doesn't. Hopefully this doesn't sound like shit. So, um, but yeah. until then, I have been Anthony, and I have been Kevin, and we will see you guys with three new champions. Love you guys. A city block in less than a second. Who will take the lion's share of $180,000 as it roars into the first turn and they begin to shuffle down the back straightaway. It is the two-car joust. And now pulls in to appropriate the lead. Into turn three, he fireballs his way into the lead. Goes out in front by one, two, three car lengths. Here. It is a game of improvisation being played at its very best right now. All the leading car owners, the patrons of the art are here today. Talk about a choo-choo train. And look at that Oklahoma land rush back there. It is going to be a land rush to decide the Daytona 500. It's down to the inside every so often to scoop some fresh air into the automobile because the gauges begin to roll around and get red and rosy out there. The gauges just get red and rosy out there and you have to watch them all the time. Clinton car thrusting that machine back in front. Sticks it right in there out of turn number four. He may have shot his arrow a little too early here. Earnhardt retiring. The engine caves in on car number two. His car turning out to be a smoker, and that may indeed impair his health for this race. That is Donnie Allison, his engine erupting up here. Johnny Utzman hand grenades the engine. It detonates right at the start-finish line as the hopes of Johnny Utzman go up in smoke. The engine tortured at car number 27 and beginning to give up. The heart of the car beginning to go. And now he begins to ache, he begins to hurt Mark. And you can see A.J. Foyt's red machine up against the wall still smoldering a bit. But if they touch at 190 miles an hour, it's good night nurse.